Equine Management is proud to present Daily Vet Life, a short podcast for equine and mixed animal veterinarians and their staffs that's focused on personal and business topics of importance during the COVID-19 pandemic. In today's episode, we will talk about the role of horse organizations in the COVID-19 pandemic with Julie Broadway, president of the American Horse Council since 2016. Julie holds a BS and an MBA and an executive certificate in nonprofit leadership. She is a certified association executive. She's been involved in recreational and competitive riding and horse breeding throughout her life. Daily Vet Life is brought to you by Covetris, a global animal health company dedicated to empowering veterinary practices. We combine products, services, and technology into a single platform that connects our customers to the solutions and insights they need to grow. Welcome to the Daily Vet Life podcast, Julie. Thanks so much, Kim. I'm delighted to be with you today. And thanks to our sponsors for putting this together. It's a really exciting time and a little scary to be in the equine industry because we're all feeling the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, But I'm here today to talk a little bit about all the great equine organizations that are out there working on behalf of veterinarians and equine enthusiasts and what our roles are and what we do and how veterinarians can turn to us when they have questions or they have needs. Well, let's just start in with the American Horse Council. What is your role and how have you been assisting veterinarians during this time? Okay, so the American Horse Council is the advocacy organization for the equine industry. All sectors of the industry, doesn't matter what role you play in the industry, we're here to speak on your behalf Um, In Washington, D.C., we like to say that we advocate not only for the legislative and economic interest of the industry, but also the social interest of the industry. So what that means is that we have a team of staff here that goes up on the hill and meets with congressional members to talk about pieces of legislation that are near and dear to us or pieces that we have some concerns about or questions about. We also work really closely with um, regulatory agencies. So we have our Director of Health and uh, Regulatory Affairs, Cliff Williamson, who handles things with Department of uh, Agriculture, with Department of Transportation, Department of Interior, all of those different agencies. And Brian uh, uh, Brindle is our Director of Legislative and Policy Affairs, and he does most of our lobbying and advocacy work. So I imagine American Horse Council has been very busy the past few months with all the legislation going on. You aren't kidding, Kim. So we are a really busy staff just in general. But when COVID really came to the forefront, we had to dig in hard. Now, of course, we're all working remotely because like everybody else, we had shelter in place orders in Virginia, Maryland, and in DC. But we're really fortunate that we can leverage technology a lot to get our work done and to communicate with people. We've put out extra special COVID-19 resources. You can go to our website and find a whole a host of things that are there. There are documents, there's videos, there's podcasts like this one that people can go back and listen to and learn all about the financial things that are going on, like the small business loans or the PPP program, those kinds of uh, disaster relief uh, financial things that they can do. There's things about ways to biosecurity your barn or how to interact with people. So if you're a veterinarian and you have a practice, you've got to go out to somebody's barn. You need to know what kind of uh, protective equipment you need, what kind of social distancing rules to follow. So there's all kinds of information about that. And AAEP's partnered with us to put out a whole lot of collateral about that. 
But in addition, now we're getting to the point where not only are we offering all these resources and all this educational content about how COVID's affected our industry, but we're starting to do things like survey the industry to say, okay, what's the economic impact? How are we gonna rebound from this? And what are the rules to reopening the industry? How are horse shows gonna be done? How are racing gonna be done? How's all this gonna come about? So I, I told someone recently that I think my staff has had to kick it in overdrive since we've been on the pandemic uh, because we've really felt the need to be so responsive to the needs of people. And our phones are just ringing off the hook like probably yours are, Kim, with people having tons of questions. And most of them are very personal circumstances. I'm a horse owner. I've got two horses here. I've lost my job. I don't know what I'm going to do. Can you point me to a hay bank? Can you tell me where to get some feed coupons? Can you tell me how to get a veterinarian to come out? I've called and, and they're not coming and I don't know what to do and how, how do I handle these things? So just all kinds of questions from all different angles. And we are gonna talk with uh, Julie over the next two days so that we will be covering some of these other topics. But one of the things I love about the American Horse Council is you work with a lot of other organizations like state horse councils. So what are you all working with and how are the state horse councils responding during COVID? Okay, so really, again, remember, we're the national, we're, we handle federal legislation and those kinds of things. But when it comes to state or local kinds of legislation or issues, that falls to the state horse councils or the state departments of agriculture. And of course, a lot of the decisions about how to respond to the pandemic have been done more at the local level because they understand their particular circumstances. So we've hosted a series of calls with the State Horse Council so that they can compare notes and templates about what's working in one state, what's not working, and, and how they can share information with one another. They've been really great about helping us pull together this resource uh, site that I mentioned. So now if you go out to our uh, website, we have a way that you can look up. So if you're in uh, Kentucky, you've got a way to search to find hay banks in Kentucky and it'll put you in touch with local people in Kentucky so you can find those resources. So the State Horse Councils have played a really important role in helping us populate all that kind of resource information. And let's talk a little about the United Horse Coalition. So sure, um, United Horse Coalition has been around for a number of years. It is our program that is responsible for helping horses that are at risk or in transition which basically means horses that are in rescues and sanctuaries. And of course, with the pandemic, those rescues and sanctuaries have not had the luxury of being able to get their volunteers to come and help them because of social distancing. They're not been able to do their fundraising that they would normally do. They're feeling the financial pinch quite severely right now. And we've already heard from some of them that they went home yesterday with 10 horses in their pasture and they came in this morning and there were 12. Um, so we've really ramped up the work that we're doing with rescues and sanctuaries and offering them different outlets and different resources. We've partnered with Purina and A Home for Every Horse. We've been on the phone with other feed manufacturers to talk about ways we can help with those kinds of resources because that's, that's really um, what we're hearing a lot from the rescues and sanctuaries about. So what would your message to veterinarians and the veterinary industry be when we're talking about how these organizations are helping? What's your take home? So, so my take home for the veterinarians is that we have um, advocacy organizations at all levels of the government that are working on behalf of the industry. If you're a veterinarian and you're struggling with uh, an issue and you need some help, 
by all means, feel free to call the American Horse Council and we'll talk to you about it. We'll help you figure out if it's something that we need to address or we can help you navigate that and go to the right resource at a state horse council or another agency, point you in the right direction for those. And one of the best things that veterinarians can do to stay abreast of all the things that are going on is they can join the American Horse Council's Congressional Cavalry. It's free. You don't have to pay anything, but that signs you up for all of our email list. So if we have a piece of legislation that we're working hard on and we need grassroots support, we need people to call their legislators and talk to them about why we need this piece of legislation to move forward, then you get those messages and you get those templates for those letters and those kinds of information that you need to make yourself well informed of the issue and to be able to reach out and help us make that issue happen. And those are very helpful. I've been on that uh, group for a long time. And when I'm called on, I love the fact that you give us the information. Here's the facts. Here's what we're trying to do. Here's why we're trying to do it. And here are, is the contact information for your legislators. And here's what we would like you to say or talk to them about. So right. those work really well. And I appreciate those coming from the Horse Council. Well, I will, I will say that social media is a great thing. But sometimes what you read on Facebook is not necessarily fact. It can be fiction. So we really encourage people, sign up for the Congressional Cavalry. This is a great way for you to hear firsthand what are all the facts that you need to know about a particular piece of legislation. Well, thank you for joining us today, Julie, and we'll be talking to you again over the next couple of days. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Daily Vet Life, and thank you to our sponsor, Covetris. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Daily Vet Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Follow Equimanagement on Facebook or send us an email at kbrown at aimmedia.com. Daily Vet Life is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network. Mm-hmm.